0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. You're chopping it up with Chuck, and I am here today with Jim Marty, the CEO of Bridge West CPAs. How are you, Jim? Good. Very good, Chuck. Oh, it's great to have you here, my friend. In these, in these crazy, uncertain times right now, uh, it seems like now it's more important ever than we stay connected, uh, where everybody seems like everybody's working from their homes. Yes. Been a very busy week here in my home office. has been
1: communicating
0: with our cannabis clients in Colorado and all around the country. Are you um are you feeling that um, you know, kind of uncertainty from from a lot of people? Are you fielding a lot of uh questions about that? Or what's going on? Well, and what should we do? Uncertainty, nerves
1: are on edge. Uh, <clears throat> but uh for the cannabis industry, it's been um a week of very strong sales as people stock up. Mm-hmm. And luckily, um, We haven't been shut down, at least here in Colorado or in other states. I heard even in San Francisco, they're allowing the uh, dispensaries to stay open. Uh, The cultivators are in the cultivation facilities. So, um, so far so good. We're almost in the same basket as the grocery stores where we're allowed to stay open and having record sales. Not that I'm taking any joy in this pandemic. I'm just reporting what I'm hearing from around the country. I went out of my way to reach out to as many clients as I could this week by phone just to see how they were doing. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I I think that uh, everybody's stocking up, right? You know, uh, figuring we might might be in our homes for at least a few weeks and maybe a month and it seems like people are, well, you can't find toilet paper but definitely stocking up on food, uh, medicine, and, uh, you know, uh, cannabis, you know, people want to make sure if they're there that they've got their medicine, they've got their cannabis. And so um, yeah, I guess in that regard, um, the cannabis dispensaries, at least are still are still doing good business right now.
1: Yes. And as I said, they're like farmers, the um, cultivators are still cultivating. So Mm -hmm. the plants need to be looked at every day. So the cultivations are going. My cultivators are saying, you know, they naturally pretty much practice um, safe handling, social distancing anyway in their cultivations with gloves and masks and staying five or six feet apart from other workers as they inspect each plant,
0: water them, apply the nutrients, and then ultimately harvest them. Well, and Jim, it's really important that we have someone like you on our podcast right now, because you guys, you're the CEO of Bridge West. You're a, a, uh, one of the most well-known and respected CPAs in the industry. Can you tell uh, people just briefly how you got into the industry, sort of how you got your start?
1: Well, um, I've been a, um, or at least I was a self-employed CPA for many years. Um, I started my, CPA firm when I was 26 back in 1984. So do the math and you'll figure out I'm almost 64 years old. And um, in 2009, I had had a couple of partners over the years, but in 2009, I didn't have any partners. So uh, I didn't have to ask anybody's permission. And in the summer of 2009, I came back from my summer vacation and all my friends were there, Jim, you wouldn't believe what happened while you were gone? All these dispensaries are opening up and they all need an accountant. Mm. So um, I looked into it, um, started attending some of the cannabis meetings, listen to presentations by what I call the cannabis attorneys down in Denver. And in the fall of 09, I went out to um, San Francisco, Oakland and met with some people who are now good friends of mine, uh, Henry Wykowski and Hank Levy, Hank Levy a very prominent CPA now retired. And they told me some very important things. They said, Jim, the IRS wants you to help these people. And we've been signing these tax returns since 1996 in in California, and uh, CPA has never been sanctioned. And then politically and socially, I've always been in favor of legalized marijuana. You know, cocktail party talk about how marijuana should be safe and legal and properly taxed. So I came back from that trip in November of 09 and told the cannabis attorneys that I would do it, that I would sign their tax returns. Wow. I very quickly had over 100 cannabis clients back in 2009, 2010. And by 2014, my cannabis practice was bigger than my 30-year-old practice. So I split my practice. I merged out everything that was not marijuana to another firm in town, put everything that was marijuana under Bridge West, and then I started looking for an upstream merger because I saw the need for a large, sophisticated CPA firm uh, for the cannabis industry. For instance, I was a tax shop. We did a lot of tax returns. We didn't do any financial statement audits. Mm. Uh, Today, we do many, many financial statement audits because some states require it other states or other investors require it. So we do a lot of audits under generally accepted accounting principles now that we didn't do before. So January 1st of 2017 Bridgewest was acquired by a large Minneapolis CPA firm, Beckerman, Grafstrom and Mayer, and it's been a very successful merger. Uh, So today we have um, over 125 people between us and our parent company and we do the tax returns, financial statement audits, and other consulting work for over 400
0: cannabis clients nationwide. So wow. that's our story. Yeah. So you guys are a bunch of smart people that help cannabis companies with all of their uh, their financial and their CPA needs.
1: We do. We do a lot of profitability consulting. We uh, advise them on how to survive when they don't. Uh, they're unable to take all of their tax deductions uh, under. IRS code section 280E that gets a lot of press. They can take their cost of goods sold, but not their selling and other administrative expenses. I call them the big three, retail rent, retail labor, and advertising. Mm -hmm. Now, for cultivators and extractors, 280E doesn't affect them that much because most of their costs are ending up in cost of goods sold when the product is sold. But for the retailer, it's very important to know uh, what your margins are and making sure you have enough margin, gross profit, to pay your taxes and still and your and your overhead, and still have some money left over for profit. It can be done, but I, as I say, it's a very narrow path. Um, you have to uh, grow or buy cannabis and sell it. And that's all you can really do. Um, No frills, um, no uh, extra expenses, like, um, you know, trips to Las Vegas, conferences, um, you know, meals, um, a a retail dispensary should buy and sell cannabis. And that's the only expenses on their books. And that can help you be profitable on an after-tax basis.
0: Hmm. Okay, I'll tell you what, I want to talk to you more about some things that business owners might be missing right now in some ways where maybe uh, they could say they could save some money, um, something some kind of advice that a sage CPA like you would be able to give them. And also want to talk about kind of the current situation right now things businesses maybe should be looking out for thinking of doing um, with the Coronavirus that's happening right now. But first, we're going to do a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. Uh, So we'll be right back after this brief pause. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. Today's episode is brought to you by PolyScience. For five decades, PolyScience has responded to the needs of laboratory, chemical, medical, industrial, and plastics market with unparalleled innovation, passion, and user focus. Their dedication to quality, ease of operation, and reliability has helped them become a global company that spans six continents. PolyScience refrigerated circulators, heated circulators, chillers, where circulating coolers, water baths, and special purpose products are designed to simplify tasks, take less space, integrate more seamlessly, and perhaps most important, make your work more productive and enjoyable. To learn more, visit polyscience.com. That's www.polyscience.com. Hey everybody, we're back with Cannabis Tech Talks. You're chopping it up with Chuck, and we're here with Jim Marty, the CEO of BridgeWest. CPAs and uh Jim, you're a you're a big Grateful Dead fan, aren't you? I am. That's part of the reason I'm in this industry.
1: When came to me back in 09, I said to myself, how could I say no after all those Grateful Dead shows and you know social cannabis use all these years? So um, you no, know, glad to do it. And um, you know, I think Jerry Garcia would be very surprised to see the legal cannabis market as it exists today. It was unheard of. In
0: 1995, when he passed away, isn't that interesting to think of what uh those people back then would would think about what's happening right now? I still have
1: to pinch myself, um, <laughs> you know, after years of worrying about you know getting arrested or forgetting something in your pocket, going through security. Right. Uh, it's so nice not have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, and tell us about your podcast because I've actually been a guest. You have you been your a podcast. guest. On the, The Deadhead Cannabis Show, Uh and um, yeah, we did some research, and certainly anything to do with the Grateful Dead or playing Grateful Dead music would be copyrighted, but it turns out the word Deadhead is not, so we were able to grab that name and put it into the Grateful Dead uh, Cannabis Show, and we discuss all things cannabis and Grateful Dead and fish and all the other uh, jam band scenes, Uh, we talk a lot about music, we talk a lot about cannabis, my Partner is Larry Mishkin of Hoban Law, very knowledgeable deadhead and a attir- cannabis attorney out of Chicago. And uh,
0: we always find plenty of things to talk about on our podcasts. Why do you think, uh, Jim, why do you think cannabis and music go so well together?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I guess they're kind of like peanut butter and jelly, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, There's certainly been the aroma and the cloud over the audience at concerts for many, many decades. Uh, People who enjoy cannabis also seem to enjoy their live rock and roll. Um, You know, the jazz musicians um, who started rock and roll back in the 1920s were all cannabis users or, you know, had their drugs. Uh, They say Louis Armstrong kept cocaine in his handkerchief. So whenever you saw him, you know, blowing his nose during a show, he was actually taking cocaine. So um, anyway, um, yeah, but cannabis and uh, music seem to go together. Uh, Along that note, I just was disappointed to hear that Jazz Fest has been canceled for this year. Wow. Yeah, we had our tickets.
0: Yeah. I mean, events, there's no, there's no events. You know, we keep on, on cannabis and tech today. We have a pretty extensive event calendar of all the, uh, the cannabis events and we keep it all up to date and it's a mess for the next couple months. It, uh, um, it looks like there's no events at least through the next, yeah, you know, two, three months. Yes. Um,
1: myself and bridge West always participate in lobby days with the national cannabis industry association. It's always in May and two, three hundred of us from the industry descend on Capitol Hill and visit congressmen, senators, their staffs, representatives of the Trump administration. And I just got word that that has been pushed out now till September. Mm -hmm. So it's a big deal. Um, It's a pretty big shutdown. Uh, People are saying this is the biggest thing that's happened to this country since Pearl Harbor. They could be right. Um, It's gonna be very tough for a lot of people. Uh, I've been fortunate that I can work in my home office. Many people cannot work from home mailmen, truck drivers, frontline so really people. Out there. Yeah. Um, the um, medical professionals. So, a lot of people are out there on the front lines. And um, hopefully, uh, we'll see this thing flatten out in the next week or so and we get back to normal. The one thing about when this is over, it's not like 9/11 where they destroyed buildings and upset mm-hmm. our air, airline traffic. When this is over, it should come everything should come back pretty quick. Hopefully, we'll be playing baseball by May. Hopefully my favorite ski area will get a, a few weeks in at the end of the season. Here in Colorado, we just had probably a foot of snow up in the mountains, so it's a shame that all the ski areas are now closed. This is some of their biggest weeks. Yeah. Spring break this week and, you know, next, depending on what part of your country you're coming from, but the end of March is spring break for a lot of people. So um, I don't know. We'll get through. Um, People are clever. Americans are very resilient. I'm waiting to see some of the clever things that people figure out while they're homebound the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, that innovation oftentimes is born out of these circumstances where our backs are against the wall and America's darn good at innovating, uh, especially when we come together. You know, when we come together and go against a common enemy, we can do amazing things. And so I have no doubt that we'll come out, you know, uh, stronger and better after this. And, And probably this is a good time to strengthen relationships. It's probably a good time to look inwards for a lot of business owners, you know, maybe work on some things um, that they've wanted to within their business. Cause everybody's got time now. Um, mm-hmm. and also there'll, there'll probably be some good talent out there. You know, if you're looking to plug some holes in your business, you know, there probably will be some layoffs and such. You might be able to go and find some good talent out there. Um, you know, where before the unemployment was so low, it was hard, it was hard to find people.
1: Yes. We'll be interested to see how the employment situation turns around. Uh, certainly it was zero unemployment here for a long time. We were struggling at our CPA firm to, um, retain and attract good people. So, you know, maybe now people will be
0: more appreciative of having a job. Absolutely, and can you give our audience a little bit of a, maybe just a, a tip or two coming from, from you, Jim, on, on what businesses should be aware of, you know, during the next couple months or maybe anything from a, from a CPA perspective of, of something for, for business owners to keep in mind?
1: Well, there's so many moving parts right now. Um, You know, we just heard in the last day or so that there is no April 15th deadline this year. It's been moved to July. So the pressure to get your taxes done and your taxes paid by July is now, uh, excuse me, by April 15th is now July 15th. Uh, So that gives us all a little bit of breathing room. On the cannabis side, what's really important is for retailers to Get with their cultivators, get with your source of products um, and make sure you're going to have adequate supply over the next few weeks. If we are homebound, people will probably consume more cannabis. Uh So, um, you know, make sure those cultivations keep going, those harvests keep happening. And um, if you are a standalone retailer, really firm up your supply lines and
0: forward looking contracts for the next three to four to six weeks. That's that's some great advice. And where can our audience, uh, uh, where can they find you, or if they want to reach out to you uh, or Bridge West, and they're thinking about maybe um, uh, talking to you guys about how you could work together, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: Yes, um, I'm easily reached through our Bridge West website, uh, BridgeWestCPAs.com. All of our uh, Deadhead cannabis shows are there. There's many many blogs that I've written, uh, including one just recently on the uh, strong demand during the pandemic. So we have uh, podcasts and blogs and lots of good information written by me and my fellow partners at Bridge West. Um, So you can find a lot of really good information. And plus, we're very easy to contact there as well.
0: Well, and one thing I would leave our audience with is that sometimes it seems like when you're running a business, um, you know, you, you don't have money to spend on things like cybersecurity or CPAs or, you know, things like that, that you think are a luxury. Um, but but I'm looking forward to to talking more about how having a good CPA is not just a luxury, um, but it's one of the smartest things you can do for your business. And we'll talk in the future uh, you know, through the magazine or something like that about some different ways that CPAs can save you money in the long run and talk about some different things that you can help, uh, like with how to get a checking account, you know, um, some of these other areas that you can help businesses in. It's it's uh, a good idea not to skimp there and to have somebody who knows what they're doing, uh, professionals like you guys. Um, Jim, thanks so much for being here on Cannabis Tech Talks. We really appreciate it. Uh, and for everybody that's listening, if you like this, make sure that you share it Uh, and subscribe. And uh, don't forget to follow us on social media so you can stay in the conversation and visit our website, canatechtoday.com.